Ultra. Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are finishing up Disney's The Little Mermaid one minute at a time. I'm Kester Dorowski. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And today we are discussing Minute 81, which begins with breakdown slash in-betweens on the middle of the screen, with uh, scrolling because we're during the credits, and it ends with the live action references being shown. It's just as live action, I think, but it might save live action reference. I think it said live action reference. I, I did not write it down properly, so. It's okay. There's only the two of them. We've mentioned them yes. many times throughout. So many times. You listeners should be familiar when we when we say live action reference, we know what we're talking about. You get you guys know what we're talking about. Everyone's on the same page with that. Yes. This minute, I don't have a ton of notes for the for the credits, but it does. You never do. <laughs> no. I mean, the credits aren't yielding yes. a ton. Some movies by minutes podcast skip credits. And for us, uh, we're going through it to, to kind of give us a chance to talk about some other stuff. Yes, but also it's it, it, with animation, well, with movies in general, they didn't do a lot of credits b- b- like in the early m- movies. Yeah, Snow White is very, very light with, on credits. With animation especially, they, they tend not to, um, until more recently, credit a lot of their animators and, and stuff. And so I, I just, I, I felt more compelled to do the credits uh, because we're doing animation yeah so there's definitely things that um that aren't recorded in these credits right there's things that aren't credited like we can't find a lot of details about who's doing the extra singing right the background singing on kiss the girl because there's it's just not like noted very thoroughly and that's on the music which i believe is tomorrow's minute and i i was gonna talk about it then okay but the the only thing that i really wanted to say about the the credits for for today was that this is really when it's and I mentioned this on Friday this is really when the DVD and the Disney Plus start to get off probably somewhere with the scrolling rather than the fade in fade out yes and no clear explanation for it and it's not very significant so no. um not a huge deal nope but you don't have any major notes about like sections of the credits or anything like that for this one uh not for the credits but i do have some things i could talk about for the film in, in general okay uh so we've mentioned the oscars and what it won it won best score it won best song mm-hmm. uh with under the sea and the same thing goes for the the golden globes um and it was also nominated for best motion picture for the golden globes that year wow and then with the grammys it won um, basically the same exact thing with also best instrumental composition um, and best song. So it didn't have best score, but it had best instrumental composition and then best song with Under the Sea again. So Golden Globes is not part of like the EGOT discussion. No. Um, but that means that Alan has Golden Globes on top of his EGOT. Yeah. Granted, he only got the EGOT most recently, right? He got yes. the the Emmy very recently yeah and it was um, a daytime emmy yeah but it still counts so it was like a special like i was like it's just like a special emmy for him right but yeah so so like the golden globes aren't part of that the golden globes is kind of a weird award category um but it's still nice to like to win it like alan Menken has a very nice trophy cabinet yes yes he does <laughs> in his studio like we, we've seen it because he's done like live things where he's playing um playing music and everything so he's 
but it's, it's really nice stuff. Yep. And it's the first Disney film to receive an Oscar since 1971's Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. That's that's a pretty long stretch. Yeah, very long stretch, which definitely shows you exactly where, well, not exactly where, but a big part of where the the Dark Age is. Yeah, like like one of the reasons that's referred to as the Dark Age and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Granted, this is all this is all before the the animated feature Oscar existed. Yeah. Um, and so it's very different now. So with the animated feature Oscar, or not the Oscar, the animated feature Golden Globe, um, Grammy, that's what Grammy. it was. It was the animated, uh, no, it was the Golden Globe. Yeah, I was like, Grammy's is music focused. <laughs> yes. That doesn't sound right. Sorry. So uh, it was a Golden Globe for best animated feature. So they had that in the 80s. Yes. Well, no, not, not animated feature, best motion picture. Uh, gotcha. And it was the first time that a full length animated f- film animated feature has been nominated for best motion picture in, in a golden in, globe in, in any in any category in, in any uh, awards um that you could track that i could track okay yeah because i mean like this is spoilers but like beauty and the beast got nominated in the oscars and that's yes. what made them change their category yes. or add the category is like okay but like okay these are really good yeah we should have a category to recognize exactly. them and uh, I think probably... as their own thing, which which is fair, right? Because it it really is its own thing. It yeah, like I can understand a, an animated film being put into contention for for best picture on its own merits, but I think it like they are different enough that I think it's reasonable for them to yes. to have a separate category. But... Just like there's there's different categories for a lot of things that have certain similarities, right, or related interactions, right? There's there's original song, but there's also original score. Where there's yeah. a lot of crossover. In those kinds of mm-hmm. categories, but I I I think that that an animated film should still have a chance to win best anime best yes. best motion picture in general if it is a really good if, if if it's the best if it is the best of that year yeah but I totally agree yeah the last two things I wanted to note were the the IMDb score and the Rotten Tomato score do you know either of those scores no. do you want to take a guess no. Okay, it's a 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb, and then Rotten Tomatoes, it is 93%. That's pretty solid. That's really solid. Is that audience score or is that critic score? That is uh, critic score, I believe. Pretty sure. Okay. Um, I mean, that's it's solid. This is a solid movie. It is a very solid movie. Yep. Okay. Um, Then let's continue with our discussion of the extraneous material the 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 like wider little mermaid canon gets tricky because there's so much like contradictory stuff but anyway let's talk about the tv show right so there's three seasons of the animated series you watched all of it i've watched a a a decent chunk of it yes i think last week i had mentioned that it was like 60 episodes it's not it's only 30 i think i was getting it mixed up with with 101 dalmatian uh animated series which has like 64 episodes wow okay uh so but yeah it's only like 32 episodes for the tv series and i watched all of them that is less than i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be more i thought it was like like 15 episodes in yeah in each of the i thought so too three seasons i guess not (laughs) um so you you're the one who watched all of it so what do you have to say about the animated series so earlier this season i had mentioned that I had not got finished it yet, and I hadn't seen Scuttle yet. He shows up in season three for just a cup, a, a handful of episodes. Okay. 
Um, so but he so does show all up. of our basic characters do show up in in the series. Yes, including uh, Eric and and Grimsby and Max. And Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though no Carlotta and no Chef Louis, I assume. I there may be Chef Louis in one episode, but I I don't think so. Okay. Um, there's not much really to say. It's 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 cute, but it's not like the best. I think that's what we're going to find for a lot of the animated series. Um, it seems like Tangled is the one that's like really top notch. I haven't. I've only seen a couple of episodes of Tangled. And, but, but I but hear I, about I the think Tangled it's one. Pretty good. I, like, isn't that why? That's what. Um, isn't that what what Alan yeah, got, the, what Emmy he got for? the Emmy for? Yeah, was was for the Tangled series. So, um, but like, I know there's Aladdin. I know there's Tarzan. I know there's. Um, Hercules and and Little Mermaid. There wasn't one for Beauty and the Beast, which seems seems very odd. strange. Um, Lion King is also a little bit weird territory yeah. on that. There's a hundred one Dalmatians, which mm-hmm. actually has two different series. What? But those those weren't done like close to when this the movie came out. No, I the assume. movie came out in the sixties. Yeah, and, and the series was when? Um, I think the the series that I'm watching first. Um, the older series was in the late nineties. Okay, and so, the so newer this is se- like a series has is still going. Yeah, still and so ongoing. this is like a like a Disney Channel like we've got the channel or a Saturday morning cartoon kind of yes. era, um, where these things are going to be happening. But like, these are not the pinnacle of animated series in the nineties. Um, no, I would say because that is like Batman the animated series. Gargoyles is pretty solid, and and that's a Disney property, but. That was made by people who were working on Batman the Animated Series. So, like, um, these would not be the peak 90s TV series no, things. No, and, and, and the animation isn't, like, superb. Mm-hmm. It's it's quite... It almost seems amateur-like and, and at some points. It's not... It's, like, it's, it's good, but it's not as good as the actual... And it's different from the actual animated films. Right. And I'm sure they're they're outsourcing a lot more of it to, to other studios oh, and I'm everything. Oh, sure they they're, are. You know, they're hiring out a lot more rather than doing as much of the work internally. Yes. Um, anything especially memorable about the series? Um, the two episodes that have the deaf girl, Gabriella, I think is her name, show mm-hmm. up. Those are really fun. And the animation for those are spe- are specifically really good because... Because it's accurate. It's accurate. It's actual sign language. I, I know quite a, a bit of, of American Sign Language, and it is American Sign Language that she is signing. Okay. So that one's really, really cool. Yes. Um, And Gabriella is, is based off of one of the Little Mermaid fans who actually died the year that the TV series started. Oh. Um... What about terrible episodes? Are there any terrible episodes? There's an episode with Scuttle <laughs> um, where it's kind of a Frankenstein episode and it's very, very strange. It's it's quite odd and I don't really like it. It kind of creeped me out. Okay. Um, I mean, because I haven't seen the entire series, like, I don't know if there's anything that we should specifically be talking about, but like, it's available on Disney Plus. Which is fantastic, right? You have access to these things. Yes. Um, and it means that you can you can flesh out the Little Mermaid world as long as you're not going to um, watch the series and the movies because there's contradictory information, right? Because like we meet, we talked about this already, but we meet Flounder in the the movie and in 
the series and it's a different version of meeting flounder and yeah. a totally different version of flounder does, yes. does tv series flounder seem more on brand for flounder yes absolutely he is definitely more of a timid nervous not brave fish because second or or, or sequel prequel. prequel prequel movie flounder is super not like flounder right he's like super rebellious and 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 like outgoing yeah outgoing is the right word for it i was gonna say like brave but i'm like ah brave's not exactly the word he, i want everyone's like shh flounder you need to be quiet and then he's being very loud and singing and yeah and, yeah so and, it's yeah like his his issue is not that he's afraid of things his issue is that he's like just doesn't get it yeah you're that yeah. In, in that movie mm-hmm. which um i like flounder from from the little mermaid and the series better yes. right classic flounder is is more my flavor mm-hmm. yeah um any any other stuff that you want to talk about for this episode ursula shows up in a, in a handful of episodes but not as often as you might might think i wouldn't have expected her to i mean they they have a number of other villains right they've got the sharkanians they've got the manta ray guy that's who is voiced by tim curry yes and he is in he he is the villain for the i think the finale of the show um i thought he was the the villain for the finale of season one too he yeah and then he doesn't show up until season three and And he comes back he comes back he actually has a son it's kind of interesting um and so that part sounds cool what was his name just manta ray manta ray oh okay or evil ray i think it's evil Evil ray Ray. he has a song he has a musical number doesn't he yeah most of the episodes don't have musical numbers right it's not it's not all the time but he has like a big musical number at the end of season one doesn't he Mm -hmm. i would i mean like i don't mean to disparage like too intensely like the work that people did on these series it's just that like these series are not the things that people think of as, no. as 90 car- 90s cartoons, but like that doesn't mean that people didn't like do great things with them. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I, I, I do want to like backtrack some of the stuff. Like the way I said it was like kind of negative. I don't mean that like people worked on this stuff and people made this stuff and making these things is amazing it's and just, fantastic. They have to put it out at a faster rate and they're not, they're yeah, not focused on making it yeah, great the, quality. The focus they're, they're and probably, the expectation. They're probably like, okay, while the the actual animated film is more for any age and any audience, the animated series is more geared towards the younger age viewers. Yeah, and 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 like TV production is a different yes. mechanism than than movie production. And when you're talking about animated TV and animated movie, it's a it's a whole thing. So like everyone who worked on it should be proud that they worked yes. on it, and I hope that they are proud of it. Or or I hope that they are like satisfied with the work that they did. I hope yeah. they were doing work that they were proud of. Mm-hmm. If they're not doing work that the, that they're proud of, then like, well, I'm really sorry about that. That that yeah. sucks because nobody wants to like be disappointed in their in their end product. And I don't think this is an end product to be disappointed in. Yeah. Um. But like, it's it's not the same product as the movie. It's not the same. Um. It it just doesn't have the same spark as some other projects that were going on at at the same yeah. time. So. I don't want to say that like you should be ashamed to have worked on this film or anything, yes. or or on the on the series well, because like it it's awesome like I remember and, the the evil Ray and his musical number and like this is great stuff and people have to work and so yeah. you got to keep making things and some of it's really cute but some of it doesn't match up with the film but it's also worth noting that a good majority of the or a good bit of the original cast comes back to voice 
the animated series. Is it Jody all throughout? Jody and uh, Samuel E. Wright, Pat Carroll, Kenneth Mars, who vo- voices. Yeah, so that's like ep- that's Trident. almost everybody. It's Christopher Daniel Barnes does not, and Ben Wright. But but had died. Um, but Eric only appears a couple of times. Yeah, like three times. Mm-hmm. And Jason, oh, I can't remember his last name, but whoever voices Flounder, he his voice had matured too much, so he couldn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, Buddy, Hackett I mean, they almost didn't. had a problem with that during the during the film. Yes, they almost had a problem with that during the film because he came back to re-record, so and, and his voice had, had, you know, yeah, completely matured. I'm not sure about Rene Albuquerque or uh, or the person who voices Carlotta. I can't remember if they show up in the film or or in the TV series or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I remember in in my view of the of the voice talent, um, everybody except those four that I just listed did not. Okay. So. Um, are we good for for today then? I think so. All right, then that's all we have for you today, listeners. We're part of Dueling Genre, and you can find us and many other podcasts at DuelingGenre.com. There you can also find a link to a Patreon page where you can support all the Dueling Genre productions. We're on Twitter and Instagram at DizMinute, on email as DisneyAnimationMinute at gmail.com, and on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels Group. And we've only got three episodes this week, by the way. Like, this yes. is the last three, so have... this is not a not a full week. We'll probably drop these Monday, Wednesday, Friday instead of um, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, but I was just like reading this and I was like, oh, yeah, this is not a full week. Yeah, so it's like, not a full week. This so is wrapping up. We'll see up. you in two days mm. and um, it'll be really great. And we'll just finish off this film and then we'll be back in a, a few months with 101 Dalmatians. Yes, we are excited to not take a three year break nope. um, in the middle <laughs> of, of recording. Um, again, as always, a shout out to Star Wars Minute for for doing movies by minutes and 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 kind of not i mean for like godfathering the community of of movies by minutes um and we want to thank uh nick english and scott tofty for our artwork and our theme music and until next time listeners thank you for making us part of your world